What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 140. And alongside me, to get us through this episode, to my right and to my left, actually across from me today, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? The intro music sounds different without Docs. <laughs> yeah, he probably he probably has it on a different level or, I don't know, tweaks it some. It probably sounds better, I'm sure. It just sounds different. Like, I feel like everything's, like, wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if everything is wrong about this episode... Um, it's the upside down episode. It, it's because Docs is not here, as you can tell. We haven't introed him because he's not here. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's hard for me to juggle uh, both trying to 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 actually host the show or whatever I do with the show and record and music <laughs> and I don't know. You know, you never you never realize um, what you have until it's gone. I think that's a saying. <laughs> and um, well, hopefully he's not gone forever. Maybe we'll get an update. Yeah, well, we will get an update. We're gonna we, we've got a big show today planned. Uh, we've got William E. Docs joining us from wherever he is. I got we got to figure out where he's been, where he is, where he's been. Uh, but he'll be joining us on the phone, uh, so we can get an update from him. Uh, it's Super Bowl week, Joanna. Really excited about that. Uh, and I've got an article I want to uh, I want to tell you about and. Maybe, you know, how it relates to running, and it's actually in Runner's World. And uh, the guy I hope who, it relates to running then. The guy who wrote it, uh, he's related to the show. So oh, all uh, right. I'll, I'll, we'll fill you in on that later on in the program. And also today, very excited to be joined in studio by Tammy White. Uh, she is a running coach, amongst other things. She's an RRCA certified running coach. Uh, she's going to join us today in studio to talk about her new business i think it's new it's new but yeah it's, it's uh she she is a running coach and is has made the plunge into the uh world of small business and uh she's gonna she's a running coach she's gonna talk all about that and uh she's doing some stuff over at uh 14th street uh and and doing some stuff with pacer so we'll talk to her about that uh and get, maybe get you know it, it is that time of year where you know it's it's time to Start training for those events that you've signed up for. Hopefully, you've signed up for a couple of uh, or it's Pacers time to races. sign up for an event. Or may, maybe <laughs> Start it's time training. To, yeah. So either way, chicken or egg, you know, uh, sign up for a race, get a coach. If you sign up for a race and you realize you're not running much, hey, get a coach. So uh, we'll talk to Tammy about that. Excited to have her on the program. Uh, so it is a little bit a bit of a different show. Doc's not here. He's been gone um, for a couple weeks now. We didn't have a show last week, so I appreciate the audience hanging in there with us. We released the tweets episode. Uh, and Which you were not on. I was not on, and I wanted to touch on that real quick, and then I want to get to what you've been doing over the past couple weeks. Um, so I left the studio. I, I cannot remember in my lifetime being as sick as I was when I got home. Um, Did you have the flu? I heard it's bad this year. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say it's going around. But yes, I had some semblance of the flu or something. Okay. Um, it, it lasted, it's not the old 24-hour thing because it lasted more than 24 hours for sure. Uh, it was 36, maybe 48 hours. But, you know, I felt like I, I usually can 
um, I pride myself in being able to get out and go for a run or go to work or there was no way I was doing anything. That was a Wednesday night. I left here. Uh, fortunately didn't have any of Eva's scrumptious desserts, uh, and cookies and pastries and all that she brought because I would have hurled them, uh, very up very quickly Oof, uh, and we don't have a cleaning crew for the studio so i'm no, glad that didn't happen no so it's funny how you know you know you get home and then it's just like bleh. i mean a little tmi Ugh. but you know but somehow i was able to, to to keep it together until i got home but for the next 36 hours i was literally in bed like i, I couldn't move huh. like I, I was texting uh meetings and people that i i needed to to do work with or for or whatever and and said i I'm sorry. There's just zero chance I can do anything. Uh, so I don't know if it was the flu or if it was just some sort of, I don't, I don't know. I, I was not, it was, it was more than just, you know, eating something that didn't sit well with me. It was, it was rough. So, um, I, I had some, I, I gained some sort of sympathy for, um, <laughs> some, some people who are, cause usually I'm pretty tough on people. Oh, are you sick? Are you really sick? Hmm. Usually I think, yeah, they probably had one too many at the bar last night. Uh, but now I am a this, sympathetic figure. Was this the first time that you ever had like a flu? Like I, I, I can't remember. I mean, you know, I've had, you know, some sickness and cold and maybe some food poisoning or something like that, but nothing like this. This was just put me out. So, um, I'm, I've recovered. I'm, I've, I feel like, uh, it actually did. James had something, then I got something, so maybe it was going around a little bit. What about Julie? Mind. How's Julie's health? No, she's been good. she's been actually pretty good. All so, right. uh, so it's it's through. We're, we're no longer uh, dealing with it in the Farley household, so that's good. Uh, but that kind of moved down to the house next door. My, that kind of dominated my life for the last. Uh, I don't know, I, you know, it dominated my life uh, last week because then I was recovering from it and doing, um, you know, work that I was supposed to be doing it. It's just awful. So I have a newfound sympathy for people who get sick. That's, that's the bottom line. What a jerk I am. Anyways. Um, so that was, that was the biggest thing happening in my life over the past couple of weeks. Um, that's pretty awful that that was, but what's been, what, where have you been since we haven't, uh, broad broadcast in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. So I've been, um, I've been in New York. I went to see Hamilton. Nice. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, it was actually really amazing. I've good? seen a lot of Broadway plays in my life cause I grew up like right outside sure. the city. Uh, and Hamilton was really amazing. Um, yeah, I actually, I'd say it was the most creative. The music was great. Like every minute of it was pretty engaging. I walked out of the theater inspired. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. So it was, it was a really great show. I had a really good time. How were your seats? Cause I hear they're pretty pricey if you get the good seats. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had, we had good seats. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we were on the balcony mm-hmm. kind of in like the middle. So we had perfect view of everything happening on stage. I'm a big fan of, you know, it, it might not seem like me, but I'm a big fan of Broadway plays, musicals, stuff like that. That is surprising. Isn't it surprising? <laughs> I I actually saw, um, I shouldn't say this is a highlight of my last few weeks because probably three, four weeks ago, I saw the Gloria Stefan hmm. uh, program, play, musical. It's, I have a hard time calling it a musical. <laughs> that has some connotations that I'm not comfortable with totally, but I, I did see it was awesome. Yeah. At the at the Kennedy Center. And these actors and actresses, just the the, the talent 
Mm-hmm. That they have is ridiculous. It's just I'm ridiculous. amazed that they can move around and sing at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's pretty incredible. Yeah, no lip syncing from them. It's it's incredible. Um, and while Hamilton has been around for a long time, yeah. and I know the premise of the play because I am actually an Alexander Hamilton fan, I did not listen to any of the soundtrack before I went. Okay. Um, so somebody else that I went with had listened to the entire soundtrack multiple times. So although they hadn't seen the musical, they were aware of the, how the play would go right. or unfold based on the musical. Um, or the musical soundtrack. So sure. I was pleasantly surprised with every song because they were all new to me. Nice. Yeah. Um, so this person wasn't spoiling them for you. No, no, no. Well, uh, the brunch before, she did kind of give us a rundown of the show, and I just yeah, I just put guy, on my yeah. earmuffs because yeah. I, I wanted to be surprised at the I show. And it, not, and it was great. And King George, if anyone's curious, is my probably my favorite character. Yeah, I, I don't like to watch trailers. I'm with you. I like to just go in and, and fly blind and, and just watch it and enjoy it and not have any spoilers. Um, was the, the, the guy, the famous guy, I can't remember his name. He's Lin got Manuel. Mo- yeah, he wasn't. He's not he, in it right now. Yeah, right? he wasn't in it. Um, but he kind of made it famous-ish, sort of. No? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, but he was he, you know, he, he wrote it as well. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. See, I like musicals, but I don't do a lot of research. You know? Yeah. That, so that's not surprising to you. So surprising maybe that I like musicals. Not surprising I don't do a lot of research on them. Um, so he wasn't in it, but he did. He wrote the play. Okay. Yeah, and he or the, and he'd also had a musical a few years ago at the same theater as well. Yeah. Um. So he's yeah he's been in the world for a while, and this was just a, a great breakthrough for him for a lot of people who weren't familiar with his work. So Broadway. All right. So I, I think that. I know the answer to this question and people are going to say it's a dumb question or maybe they, you know what? They're probably thinking the same thing or wondering the same question I'm wondering. So if you see a Broadway play or a Broadway musical, there's a number of different theaters in that Broadway area, uh-huh. right? It's not just one Broadway theater that you go to, right? Yeah, there's several different theaters. Okay. And the street that they're on is called Broadway? Well, they're not all actually on Broadway. Some of them are, are, are I don't want to say off-Broadway because off-Broadway is a different thing. But like the Richard Rogers Theater where Hamilton is, is not on Broadway. I think it's on 47th Street. Okay. But they're all in the same area. All right. So even though it's a Broadway play, it's not necessarily on Broadway because that would be off Broadway, but it's not an off Broadway play. Exactly. So how does, and this was, I'm glad you mentioned off Broadway. So how do I get classified as a Broadway play versus an off Broadway play? Because it doesn't sound like it's in the literal sense of (laughs) Broadway or off Broadway. Um, you know, you have a Broadway play off Broadway. I was actually afraid you'd ask this question when you were starting. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure okay. what the designation is. Um, I'm uh, sure one of need... our listeners will fact check yeah, us please, and let us know. Or Doc's, if he was here, he'd make it up or act like he knows. He does a lot of that, I think. He, he makes stuff up and then acts like, like he knows. If I had to, I would say that there's some sort of an association or something that all of the Broadway theaters belong to. Mm-hmm. So you want to try to get your player musical into one of those theaters. Got it. And that's considered on Broadway. So if you have a player musical that's in a smaller theater or a theater that's in a different part of New York, that's what classifies as off Broadway is that it's not in this conglomerate of like the, okay. of the Broadway theaters. All right. And I, I don't want to sully Doc. Doc's his good name. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> so um, he doesn't make stuff up. I take that back. Um, he, d- he does know a lot. I would yeah, want Doc's in a trivia team. I, I think he would be he an does. asset. Yeah. 
Um, did you do any running when you were in New York? Um, I did. Yeah. So we stayed right in Times Square. Nice. Um, it's very That's bright. That's very cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and you're not very far from Central Park. Yeah, so you can get there pretty close. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's about a mile. A mile, I'd say, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, pretty much every day we ran up to Central Park and and did a few loops. Okay. Um, on Sunday there was actually a race happening in Central Park. Nice. Um, and I also thought it was funny that on Friday night I went to dinner with one of my friends and then <clears throat> I saw them running in Central Park really? on Sunday morning. <laughs> wow. Nice. So big city, but not really that big. Did you see our cousin, your cousin, my friend, your cousin there? Um, I didn't. But funny enough, I did go to the same bar that we went to after the New York City Marathon and I didn't realize it until I was sitting That's in really the bar funny. and I was like, oh my God, I've been here before. There's probably 700 bars in New York City <laughs> and you went to the same one. That's very funny. It, like, Friends in the family. Right. Well, you didn't stay in the lot. So I didn't, but I walked by the lot. I yeah. pointed it out. I pointed it out to everyone. I was like, I'm oh, sure. this is, this is the lot. My highlight, the highlight of my life. Um, no, I'm kidding. It, the lot was nice. And if we're ever invited, if we're ever lucky enough to <laughs> be invited back to the lot, we would definitely not turn it down. Uh, well, that sounds like a, 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 a good trip. Um, and then I followed New York up with a trip to San Diego. I was going to say, then you were on the road again, mm-hmm. San Diego. So, Quite a different scene from millions upon millions of people to a nice outdoor scene in San Diego, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a good friend who lives in San Diego, uh, so I usually try to go once a year or once every two years. Um, And it's just like, it's such an outdoor culture there. And it's probably like my friend and his friends just happen to be outdoors people. But Mm -hmm. I mean, every day starts with like a hike or a run or yoga. And then it's like rock climbing, hike. Like it's just a lot of outdoor activities. And when you have nice weather, I guess you can do that. It's easy to, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I should say uh, I was all doom and gloom and negative. I did go to Colorado uh, last week, visited my sister, went to Outdoor Retailer, uh, got some great runs at altitude mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so um, I, I, I want to you know make sure that I, I do put a positive spin on my last couple of weeks uh, where we've been. Uh, I'm doing as we do the guest uh, or the host segment of Where Are They Now? Because we've been gone for two weeks and that's not like us. We usually do record every week. So I was in Colorado. You were in San Diego um, and New York. So good excuses why we weren't able to record. So I just want the audience to know that. And we will find out later on in the program where, where, where Docs is. But before that, very excited to be joined in studio by Tammy White. She's a certified coach. Her website is twtrainingwellness.com. She's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna, we are excited to be joined in studio by, she's a real deal coach, certified RRCA coach. Her business is, let me get this right. She just told me, and I don't want to screw it up. It's TW Training and Wellness. It's Tammy White. Tammy, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Chris? I am doing well. Um, First off, um, white isn't spelled W-H-I-T-E like the color. But it's pronounced like the color, right? That is true. This is very confusing to me, it's Joanna. It's weird how sometimes a Y can also sound like an I. Did, 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 <laughs> did you um, watch Breaking Bad? Either of you guys watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yes. Did, you yeah. watched the whole thing? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Most of the whole thing? You watched the whole thing, Joanna? Yeah. Did Walter White spell his name? No, oh, but okay. I just, that's, the, that's what I thought of is Mr. White is, uh, 
is the first thing that comes to mind. But his, his was spelled like the color. And I just wanted to highlight that because I don't watch many programs. I really don't. Um, but I really invested in that show. It was a really good show. Um, I don't know how we got here. Oh, I guess her name, her last name is White. But W-H-Y-T-E, right? That's correct, yes. I think it was smart that you put your 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 website is twtrainingwellness.com. I'm glad you didn't put like TammyWhite.com because <laughs> I think, did you think about that? Like everybody would have. Well, the TW, uh, Training Wellness, I did name ah. it that way for the TW, right. TW. Okay. So that was intentional actually. Double meaning. What is, what's the word for that? Is it a double entendre or double? Uh, I'm, yeah, getting really, I'm getting really off subject here. Well, we're thrilled to have you in studio. You are a veteran coach. Um, it's the time of year where, you know, it's it's kind of cold. Well, today's been, been pretty nice, but it's the time of year where people should be really like thinking about, you know, getting, you know, getting some training in. Find, finding a coach. You've probably signed up for a race uh, or two for this spring and, and summer and fall, and it's a good time to find a coach right now, right? Yeah, definitely. It's so, cold, but, you know. But, but absolutely. And, what, and how, how, so how did you get into coaching? So I've been a runner and as an adult for about eight years. Um, and the opportunity presented itself um, through another organization mm-hmm. to start coaching. And so I went to the training and became a coach. So I've been coaching the last couple of years um, through another organization. And I decided to make the leap and start my own thing wow so this is so this is a leap and i big time props are making the leap um what were you doing beforehand that you're not doing now <laughs> uh so i've worked in education you're doing a lot so i mean you know i want to <laughs> make that clear so you worked in education okay yeah so i worked in education the last 12 years i was a teacher i worked at the district level for dc public schools i worked at a couple of different nonprofits, a couple of charter schools so did a little bit of everything in the education world Okay. And then you made the leap and why, why did you make the leap? I was really burnt out of education okay. uh, was one of the reasons. And I just love coaching. Um, and as my passion for coaching, running, fitness grew, I found myself looking forward to when I got to leave work and go coach right. um, rather than looking forward to work. And so um, I decided, you know what, like, no time like the present. Let's do this. Well, you're in good company here. Um, Joanna was made the leap from being a librarian to a full-time podcaster. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She's she's obviously a regional manager of uh, Pacers Running. Um, I made the leap from, oh, gosh, what was I doing? I was like, government gig. I thought I was like computer programming. This is a long time ago. But uh, the leap for me has been good. The leap for you, Joanna? It's been good. Jury's still out? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's been good. So you're in good company here. So, uh, you know, going into the fitness world, I think that's, that's awesome. It is a exciting and, and fast paced and, and, and upbeat, beat, uh, world to be in. Uh, so that's, that's awesome. So obviously you were an athlete and a runner beforehand. Um, was that a major part of your life? Yeah. So, I mean, I ran in middle school, high school, track and cross country, college, it kind of fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was really when I moved to DC, um, about eight years ago when I really got back into it, signed up for my first half marathon, started training. Um, and I'd say over the last probably like three or four years is really when I started just immersing myself even more into the running community. Mm-hmm. I trained a lot by myself when I first started running, um, but I found the community here to be so valuable. And um, that's one thing I really try to bring to my coaching also is building that sense of community amongst everybody. 
Did you, when you were training before you were a coach uh, officially, did you have a coach? No, I did not. No, you didn't. <laughs> and, 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 and why not? I was pretty self-motivated. Uh-huh. Um, my first half, I was, I basically was like, okay, I've gained some weight because I'm working in an office now instead of on my feet teaching. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let's sign up for this half marathon. My friend had signed up for it that I went to college with. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. And I was like, let's sign up. And I mean, it was tough, but I muddled my way through it. And yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've always had that self-motivation. And for me, racing um, was kind of the way that I was able to get back into shape is having that race on the t- calendar. Right. And I was like, okay, I have to train for this. Now it's very, I mean, I'm going to train regardless if I have a race or not, but I usually do have a race. Now being h- hindsight where, where we are now, do you look back and say, man, I could have, even though you're self-motivated, could have, you know, bettered my, my times or been a, been, been a better a- athlete if I did have a coach? I think it would have been really valuable just to have someone just to pick their brain about different sure. things. I think the accountability of a coach as well as the group. And that's what I love about the group. It's not just me who's holding my runners accountable. It's the friends that they've made in the group. And so they're holding each other accountable um, if they're not there. And so I think, you know, I kind of, when I went to running stores would just like ask people working questions about things like what goo or what stuff should I, (laughs) (laughs) should I do? It's hard. Um, (laughs) It is hard. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like having, if I were to have a coach or like just a ready available group, I probably would have gotten faster, quicker than I did. Um, just having those people to, um, pick their brains. Yeah. So, uh, you're obviously still an athlete and still, um, working towards some personal goals. Uh, how are you able to fit both coaching and running yourself in? I mean, because I, I think that's hard for, for someone who goes to a workout and then administers a workout versus running in the workout. Yeah, it's been challenging. Um, I think, and actually, as I've been building this, I've talked to different people that have coached and one thing that several people have said to me is make sure you make time for your own training. And so, um, that's something that I've just been intentional about building in. Um, I do run with my runners once or twice a week during our practices. Um, and so I kind of use that as my, I guess, junk mileage, um, slower mileage. Um, but I just schedule my workouts in, um, to make sure I get them in. You training for something now? So I have a marathon in June. Okay. I just signed up for which, which one? one? Grandma's. Oh, nice. Yeah, in Duluth. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm always. I mean, I just did the Miami half marathon on Sunday, um, and then I have cool. rock and roll. So I have races on the calendar sure. beforehand. Um, but Grandma's, I'll start training in uh, probably a couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah, and I I think. Um, you should have a coach yourself. So do you coach yourself or <laughs> I do. I'm and applying I, for the job. Here. <laughs> can't, yeah, can't tell. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I actually have thought uh, more recently about yeah. getting a coach yeah. just to see how it is like to be coached one on one. Um, since I never have been coached. Well, my wife is the, uh, a coach over at Georgetown. So she coaches. So I, 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 I probably um, would rip off all her stuff just to be totally transparent, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm applying for the game. Um, well, the website is TWTrainingWellness.com. Uh, so, Tammy, you're, um, 
your website, if I went to your website, if, if I'm listening to this, I can just go to the website and sign up for a program or what kind of programs do you have? Is it all types of, you know, you mentioned you ran a half and running a marathon. Is it all types of distances and athletes? Yeah. So right now we have some spring races coming up. So we have rock and roll, we have cherry blossom, we have the GW Parkway, women's half. Um, and so right now this the spring programs, winter spring programs are really focused on um, those 10 milers and half marathons. Um, come summer, there'll be, um, so starting in June, there'll be a marathon specific training program, a half marathon specific training program. Um, I'm also playing around with um, some thoughts of, because uh, strength is a big part of my uh, coaching platform. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's always been important in my training. And so I incorporate a strength workout into all of our interval workouts on Tuesdays um, after track. We what do, does that mean? So we do a 20 minute strength workout focused on the glutes, the core uh, and the legs. So the glutes are typically, uh, so weak glutes are usually right. why runners get injured. Right. Um, I know for me, that's always why I've gotten injured. It always leads back to the glutes, no matter where the injury was in my legs. Um, and so because of that, I really focus on that in my training, um, and I make sure that's a component of it. And so I've also played around with adding a separate, just like boot camp for runners, um, that just a 45 minute strength workout doesn't have running, um, but it's for runners of all levels, but even elite runners don't always do, no, or runners that are BQers, sure. they, they don't right. always do their strength, um, and that's how you get injured. And, um, and so I'm a huge driver of strength, and I try to integrate it into everything um, that I do with my runners. And, and you do it right after a track workout? Is, is that? I know that seems pretty pretty difficult. We I do. Mean, I don't I want mean, to turn people off, but no. So it's usually um, uh, there's nothing that's well. I can't say that. Usually there there are movements that are focused. So we do some lunges, we do some mm -hmm. squats, um, push ups, bird dogs, clamshells. Um, and it's only about 15 to 20 minutes. So, I mean, sometimes people are sore the next yeah. day, uh, hey. depending on what it is. I know last, uh, was it last week? So we um, sometimes do hills, uh, hill workouts mm -hmm. on Tuesdays instead of the track workout. And so I'll do like hill repeats. So we did that a couple of weeks ago. And the next day, one of my runners texted me. She's like, my upper body was sore. Now my lower body is sore. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so besides, uh, um, all of the strength work, which, um, don't put me down for that, but what makes your, what makes your program unique? Yeah. So in addition, I think the strength part, um, because I am a certified personal trainer, mm -hmm. um, as well as a certified run coach. And so adding that strength part in it, it's like within our Monday emails that I send to my runners, uh, we have like a, a move of the week and for them to integrate into their their routine, as well as the strength training after Tuesday track workouts. Um, but in addition to that, uh, cross training um, has always been a big part of my training as a runner. Um, and so I work with my runners, you know, if they're doing a lot of cross training, I work with them to integrate it into their schedule. So I'm a big thing, like, you should enjoy what you're doing. So if you're training for a race, you know, you're putting in those miles, but if you love spin class, like you should not take away spin class from your training. Like you should, we should put that into your training in some way, um, to make sure it's still helping you reach your goals. Um, but you're still having fun with it. So I do a lot of different classes when I'm training. So I took a boxing class yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and so, um, I really think that to be a good, well-rounded athlete, you can't just run. You need to do that strength training. You need to do different things that are going to challenge your body in different ways. And it's only going to make you a stronger runner. 
how about flexibility? I'm I'm probably the least flexible person um, anybody's ever met. How important is it? Not hopefully <laughs> it, not that. Important, it is right? important, but uh, I'm going to be honest. I am not very flexible yeah. either. Okay. So right. uh, I mean, so I don't enjoy yoga classes, right. but right. Um, I do recognize the importance of it. So I'm trying to integrate it more into my routine. Um, I do go over like foam rolling and different stretches with my with okay. my runners, but. It is a work in progress for me as well. Well, and you do seminars with your runners as well, right? Yeah, that's so that's something that um, I've started integrating into our uh, training as well is doing seminars, especially because um, a lot of the runners that I have are beginners or kind of um, they've only done a handful of longer races. And so they're always thirsty for knowledge and like want to learn more about different topics. And I think it's like easy when you've been running for a while to like forget like, oh, totally. yeah, like I in the beginning, I didn't know what goo I was supposed to use <laughs> or what I was supposed to do the night before a race. So I, I think that's a really key part of your program as well as like helping people um, get ahead of the learning curve when it comes to training and running. Uh, my other question is, what is wellness programs? Like I hear this, this is like a buzzword I hear all the mm-hmm. time. What is a wellness program? So it honestly depends on the organization that you ask. And so... It is very general. So some organizations, it could be they do a fitness class quarterly. That That's their wellness programming. Uh, for some, it could be um, they have like a biggest loser contest over the course of a month. And so everybody at their organization is wearing, you know, Fitbits or some sort of monitor and, and tracking everything. Um but yeah, it is definitely a growing thing. And but every and some organizations are starting to budget money um, because it does keep their healthcare costs lower if they're having that wellness programming for their employees. And it's not just wellness in terms of fitness. Wellness encompasses a lot of different things, mental wellness, um, nutrition, all those things. But um, it, it actually could mean a lot of things mm-hmm. depending on the organization you ask. How would you describe our wellness program? Ours personally. <laughs> I mean, you guys are all runners and you know healthy people. So I figure that, you know, I don't need to really invest in it, you know? I think Pacer's wellness program is really uh, on Strava. Yeah. Because everyone, like, follows each other on, like, Strava. Yeah, I'm already investing. We have, you know, remember Patrick um, from Fit Rankings? Who doesn't return emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you can sign up for... A Pacers Strava group or a Fit Rankings group? Yeah, so that's our well. Thank you. You answered <laughs> you answered the question for me. Um, I'm also curious how you become a certified running coach. What does that entail? Yeah, so there's two main um, certifications. So there's Roadrunners Club of America, RCA, which is the one I have. And there's also U.S. Track and Field, um, so which is more geared at people that are coaching track and field. And so I chose the RCA. Um, so it's a... Um, two-day, 16, 17-hour training, and then you have to take an exam afterwards. Um, you have to be CPR 80 certified as well. So you send all of that in, um, and then you become certified. Um, it is hard to get into a course, though. Mm. So I actually flew to Portland, Oregon um, <laughs> to take the class because um, they fill up there's like 35 spots in a course and they fill up very, very quickly. Um, so you don't have to be RCA certified to coach, but I do think it's a valuable training to have. Um, and you also, I met some really awesome people. Um, so it was definitely a valuable experience. Um, what else did you do in Portland when you were out there for this coaching thing? 
So I went to some breweries. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a huge, I'm a big craft beer person. So also oh, uh, is Chris. His favorite is yeah, Miller, Miller Lite. Lite. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so um, definitely went to some um, breweries, um, ate some good food, um, walked around. There's a lot of cool uh, murals in Portland, actually. So what, I went on a run. What time of year did you go? November. November. Okay. Yeah. So I actually planned to run so uh, around a bunch of murals. Nice. So I hit up like seven or eight different murals hmm. one morning. Went to Voodoo Donuts, of course. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a fun little trip. I'd never been to Portland, so that's actually one of the reasons I chose that location. There was like Portland, and I think there was one other. I think Dallas opened around the same time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Portland. I like I like how Tammy's balanced. She's she's preaching, you know. Running, cross training, stretching, donuts, craft beer, <laughs> like craft beer and donuts as well. I love it. I, I'm I'm signing up for your program. This is awesome. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I think that your life should be balanced. So, sure. I mean, I've always been one that like I take my training seriously, but I also, you know, like my nutrition is like a eighty twenty. So mm-hmm. you know, eighty percent eat well and twenty percent kind of do whatever. And I think um, that's longevity if you're thinking about staying in the sport for a long time any sport but especially running i mean i think the balance is really key and so i agree yep um so i'm i'm a new new runner i'm intimidated uh by running and scared to get a coach so i go i log on to twtrainingwellness.com and i look to sign up for a program I want to know details of what I can expect. Like, what's my week going to look like? Um, I'm barely, you know, I'm on the couch, you know, most of the week. Um, is this for me? Do you have a spot for me? Like, are you going to throw me out in the track like my second day and have me do a bunch of strength workout afterwards? Like, <laughs> w- what can I expect? Yeah, so right now there's, so you can choose to have one, two, or three days a week. So. If you're training for a 10 mile or a half marathon distance, which mm-hmm. is right now with most of the programs are focused on. Let's say on. you're training for the GW Parkway Classic 10 miler or the New Jersey half marathon. Those are two great events that are coming up in April and May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So either you can sign up for Tuesday, Thursday, or you can sign up for Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday is a track, usually track, it could be sometimes with hill repeats, but it's intervals and core. Um, so we do, it's about 50, 55 minutes of, you know, warming up and then doing your intervals okay. and cooling down. And then we have that 15, 20 minute strength workout. Thursday is a, either a tempo run for my more experienced runners, um, or for my, um, new, newer runners, it's just casual pace. So just running, you know, able to talk, have a conversation. And then Saturdays are our longer runs. So again, depending on your experience level, um, usually those are done at an easy pace, but for my experienced runners, we might add in some race pace miles in the middle of those runs. Okay. Um, for runners that are like not training for a race, they can opt to do just Tuesday. And so on the track, I do have some people right now in my program that are run walkers. They're not training for a race. They might be doing a 5k, um, and I have runners that have been with me for um, a couple of years that they have no intention of doing a longer race. They may <laughs> sign up for a 5K, but they really enjoy having that accountability of yep. one day a week of coming. Just scheduled yeah, workouts. I love it. Yep. Yeah. And I've seen amazing progress. There's a couple I have in mind. Like I've seen amazing progress just in like running form, and they've gotten faster. Just coming that one day a week, um, and they've been working other things into their routine because – 
they've had that accountability. So they've started doing other things too on their own. So, um, so yeah, it really is open to anyone. I mean, the focus is on the races. So if the races is your goal, then, you know, two or three days a week. But if, you know, you're not training for anything, you just want that accountability Tuesday. I mean, yeah. And it's really, it sounds like it's really individualized. It is. So, I mean, we have the training plan, but I really like, I, I always give a survey at the start of the season um, of my runners to ask them, you know, what are your goals? You know, what's your kind of average pace on a run, that kind of stuff. Um, so even though it's a group setting, I do try to individualize it as much as possible. And I really, building community is a big part of me. So I really try to get to know my runners. We do happy hours usually once a month after a run. Um, on Saturdays, we typically meet at a coffee shop so we can grab coffee afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so building that community is really important to me. And so for me to get to know my athletes, but also for them to get to know each other and build friendships within the group is also really important to me. All right. Before we get you out of here, I got a couple more things. Um, this is switch gears a little bit, but you, you know, in, in the coaching and teaching world, you are also a instructor for spinning and for orange theory. I want to focus on orange theory. Orange theory is like the new hot fire. Is that a thing? Hot fire. (laughs) It is like, everybody doing it now what is orange theory so it's a 60 minute workout 60 60 or 16 60 60 60. usually it's about 55 minutes but it's heart rate based so the goal is to get at least 12 minutes above 84 percent of your max heart rate okay Um, and so it's very individualized so um, we have members who are runners um, that use it and they've gotten faster and stronger. We also have people that have worked out in years um, and who are power walkers on the treadmill. So there's treadmills, rowers, and then the weight, the weights on the floor. And so you are going between those three different areas of the of the room um, within a workout. And you're an inst- you're an instructor, and so you are taking a group and saying, all right, you go to the treadmills, and then this other group is doing dumbbells, and then this other group is doing. I don't know, suicides or, or something. <laughs> I make it sound so great. Here. Yeah. So yeah. So as an instructor, like I'm demoing the, the exercises on the floor, which mm-hmm. can be dumbbells. They can be the TRX. They can yep. be body weight okay. exercises, but then also cueing the treads because the treadmills are going in and out of pushes. And so what does that mean? In and out of pushes, you're going like faster. So or basically, slower. yeah. Intervals essentially. Okay. So some days they could be doing like an endurance day where they're in a push for like a longer period of time. All based on your heart rate, right? All based on your heart rate. Okay. So on a push, you're supposed to, you're trying to get into the orange zone. So that's why it's okay. called orange theory. Oh, okay. You're spending at least 12 oh, minutes in the orange or the red okay. zone. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, but some days could be power days where you're doing a lot of short bursts of speed. So you're, you have like 30 second sprints on the treads and then okay. you go into a walk. So, um, today I coached earlier and we had a strength day. So we had hills on the treadmill. So they're increasing the incline. So every day is a little bit different. Um, and if I, if I, if I wanted to uh, do a class with you, where do you teach? So I'm at the 14th street studio. Okay. So it's like 14th and you awesome. in DC. All right. Yeah. I, I, um, hear all these people doing them and all these orange series studios popping up next to our stores. <laughs> So <laughs> they are actually, we got, we got, we got to talk. We got to, we got to, we got to figure something out. Yeah. Um, also some quick hitters that, uh, that I, uh, heard from somebody. Well, Joanna did the research here. You're doing the 50 state challenge. What's the 50 state challenge? So I'm running a half or a full in every state. Okay. Um, I'm not signed up for anything official. Um, okay. I, but you're just, I, it is it's an, an official personal thing. goal. Cool. Yeah. So I've done 24 states so far. Wow. wow. 
Um, the goal is 50 by 50. I think I'll, I'll definitely okay. hit that pretty easily, but, um, yeah, you're 22. So, <laughs> I mean, you got what, 28 years. Yeah. yeah. I average usually about three or four new States a year. Okay. Um, so this year I already have two that I'm signed up for Ohio and Minnesota. Um, yeah. and I have a couple others in mind. So have you, what was the cool, what was the best one you did? The coolest location? I get asked that a lot. Um, did you go to Alaska yet? We've I have not about. done Alaska okay. yet. Um, so I'd say the prettiest race I've done was Big Sur mm-hmm. in California. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, That's a good one. Gorgeous. I did that last year. Um, but I've seen, I've gone to some cities where I'm like, this is actually kind of a cool city. Like, um, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, really? It was actually kind of cool. Yeah. They had lots of little statues. There's some really good breweries. Um, Nice. Yeah. So it's actually a really cool way to see the country and like go to places I would never have gone to. Like I was in Biloxi, Mississippi um, in December. Actually, I PR'd at that course. Did you? Um, Yeah. It was flat. It was along the water the whole time, point to point. yeah, yeah, I would have never small. thought of doing that. That's a, that's a cool. Yeah, and and, and traveling and and seeing things. Um, that's that's a great way to see things, or a great excuse to go places you would never go. Yeah. Um, what's the best dessert you can make? Again, I'm getting this information here in my my ear that uh, you're you make a mean dessert. The best dessert I can make. Uh, I have a specific one that I would vote for okay. that you recently featured on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> okay. That actually is probably the best one I made. So I made these homemade peanut butter cups that yeah, I was talking about. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, I found them on Fit Foodie Finds. Okay. It's like an Instagram page. And she posts all these um, recipes that are good for you and mm-hmm. made from real food. So these were super easy to make and amazing. All right. How, how can we follow you on Instagram? So, um, two ways. So my personal one is Tammy runs 50 Mm -hmm. and then my business one is TW underscore training wellness. So either one, they both have my other one within my profile. So we, we just attract like, um, we attract people who, who have businesses who like to do Instagram handles with underscores. Underscores, Yeah. yeah. It's just a thing. I don't, I don't know why the underscore. Uh, to separate the TW from oh, the training okay. wellness. Yeah, pretty yeah. simple. All right. I like that. All right. Last one um, from me on the random question list here. Um, what's your favorite flavor of noon? Oh, great. I'm actually a noon ambassador. Yes. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's funny how I get these I get these questions. Um, it's almost like someone's prepping for me. This is awesome. Um, the wild berry energy. Okay. Because it has a little bit of caffeine in well, it. Um, Very cool. That's yeah. probably my least favorite noon flavor. Uh, <laughs> I also like tropical. That's also and one of strawberry my strawberry lemonade. All my least favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you all the ones. Do you like a uh, fruit punch? I love fruit. Okay, punch. I can give go. you all my fruit punch. <laughs> I have a bunch of my don't Perfect. use. <laughs> all right. So where can we find you? We we sign up for one of your your training programs. You're in D.C. mostly, right? Is that where we're going to find you? Yeah, I'm in D.C. So Tuesdays we run at Banneker. Thursdays we run out of the Pacers, DC 14th awesome. Street store. Yep. And then Saturdays varies a little bit, but it's always by a metro. Um, but usually it's at a, co- we meet at a coffee shop um, somewhere near a metro. Awesome. Well, congratulations making the leap into the crazy world of your own small business. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, it sounds like it's been really rewarding and you're doing a great job. So. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been an adventure so yeah. far and, yeah. um, but I've really enjoyed it so far. Great. Well, we look forward to partnering with you on more, uh, Pacers running events or, um, 
activities or training groups or we'll, we'll figure we'll figure some some stuff out to work at work out with you tammy so awesome uh thank you so much that's that's tammy white thank you so much for joining us thank you all right there me. she goes tammy white her website again is twtrainingwellness.com she joined us on pace the nation we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back after this All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Tammy White for joining us today on the program. Uh, her Instagram, she does Instagram. No Twitter, I don't think, Joanna. But I can respect that game. Yeah. <laughs> it's Instagram. The Instagram, her personal Instagram is TammyRuns50, and the business Instagram, which is really good. I was just checking it out, TW underscore training wellness. So give her a follow on Instagram on both those handles. Um, so really enjoyed sitting down with Tammy. Um, excited to do some stuff with her in the future. She's a regular over in the 14th Street store, it sounds like, huh? Uh-huh, on Thursdays, yep. Thursdays, very cool, very cool. I should probably know that. Um, <laughs> and she's also a regular on her blog as well. So oh, yeah. maybe people have already I, come across Tammy's are, name. already yeah. know her. Awesome. Well, thanks again to Tammy. All right, uh, at the beginning I teased that we were going to um, track down docs, and we have done that. I know the audience is worried about Docs. Uh, he's not on the show today. Uh, he's been gone for a couple weeks. Um, full disclosure. In Mexico. <laughs> I, maybe. I, I don't even know where. He, well, let's bring him in. Docs, you there? Yeah, the listeners are right to be worried about me. <laughs> I was kidnapped and I'm being held against my will. And they asked Farley to pay a ransom, but he hasn't paid it yet. Uh, you know what? Uh, all that's true except for the ransom. No, no. He's, he, I, I, I actually am not sure um, where you are, Docs. I, know you're, I just know you're not in studio. Uh, can you? Well, it's a little noisy because that's the Pacific Ocean in the oh, background. Okay. So the Pacific Ocean, I know that's West Coast. Okay, mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. much. Uh, can Do you get... know that much? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. Um, fortunately, we have the map on the wall here. Um, <laughs> did... did uh, can you give us any more clues? Uh, you know, California, maybe um, not Mexico. No, no, I am in Mexico. Oh, and, really? And actually, it's not much of a secret if you follow me on Strava. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, just like because the U.S. soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you follow him on Strava. That's that. Of course, is William Docs twenty twenty mm-hmm. on Strava. Um, so you have been running, uh, and you're in Mexico. A little bit. A little um, bit, yeah. Can you let our audience know, is it a vacation? Is it work? What, what's going on there? No, it's work. It's a, it's a one-week assignment. I'm on, I'm on week three of the one-week assignment. <laughs> it was just extension after extension. Are you working for the government? Well, we can go on to the next question. <laughs> I, knew, I knew. He's always very vague about his job. Other than the podcast in DC United, he's always very vague uh, about what else he does. Uh, all right, yeah. that's, that's fair. When I arrived... To, to book the hotel room, we were going to be here for like 10 days, and but you can only get it by the week. And the price for one month was cheaper than the price for two weeks. So I'm we kidding. just went ahead and booked for the whole month uh, in case there were going to be some delays. And I was like, ah, you know, it's a shame. You're going to waste 20, 20 days on this rental. Meanwhile, you're going to need two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to extend it another month. So you have been running. That's good. Um, a little bit. Not okay. as much as I'd like to, but uh, with the delays, sometimes we we are able to 
uh, have a little bit of free time. Okay. And on my free time, I like to go for a run. Well, I, I'll tell you what he has been doing, Joanna, is growing that beard. Um, <laughs> is there a way we can... Oh, did, did you get a proof of life with like today's <laughs> newspaper? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can can we get a picture of that beard over to Steve so we could tweet that out? Um, give us give us the the yeah the proof of life uh, picture with the date and the beard. I think our audience would enjoy that. I have to go find a newspaper, and those are hard <laughs> to come by. They are. That's true. Um, all right. So you've been running. You've been working. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the running though because okay. uh, the the beach here is. I'm not exactly sure how to describe it, but the 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 tide when the tide is out, it goes really far out, mm-hmm. and uh, you can actually run on the the sand where the high tide is, but it dries out pretty quick, and it's a, it's an incredible surface. Well, so this beach is actually even better than running in Miami. I have never run. <laughs> I have. Ne- I've never run on a beach that's been any good. That sounds pretty pretty cool that you can actually run on well, a beach. But that's the thing. You go to the Jersey Shore, right. so I, I understand why you think that. <laughs> right. And I go down to the the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Yep. You can't run on the beach there either. Yeah. But uh, this is this is like in the last in the in this last month. Uh, my my view on running on the beach has gone a complete 180. It's changed. All right. Um, yeah. Well, not a Jason Kidd 360. No. Well, I would love a picture of of you and proof of life of the date, and and I'd also love. This is probably too much to ask. A picture yeah. of you running on the beach would be. That's I mean, impossible. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to get that done. We'd we'd sooner get a picture of Bigfoot than him running on the beach. Um, <laughs> can I also get a uh, dog update? Have you seen any dogs? Oh, I was I was thought he was taking care of your dog. I'm <laughs> glad that's not the case. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Luigi's not in Mexico. Okay, good. Okay. I I left a, a whole bag of dog food open at the house for <laughs> Luigi. He'll be fine. <laughs> Well, last time, I mean, it just, you know, to, to pull back the curtain, last time I, I was with you guys and I was uh, got deathly ill, um, I remember you guys talking about Doc's watching Luigi, so that's why I um, thought that. Okay. Well, that, that was the plan, but then uh, uh, things changed yeah, with, gotcha. this, with this job. I didn't get much notice on this job. Gotcha. Yeah, and Luigi was really disappointed. He was, like, depressed for two weeks. <laughs> uh, so- but he... But he can he can come over for for a visit one day when I get back, right? Of course, yeah. Right, um, good. So uh, a couple more. Because we were both depressed about. Couple that. more, <laughs> couple more quick things here, Doc. So uh-huh. uh, any she asked you about dogs. Any see any dogs there in Mexico? Yeah, I did see some dogs. Um, actually, there's I, I'm right on the beach, and there's actually horses here. Okay, and wow. And there's a there's a dog that hangs out with the horses, hmm. and you know you can go pay some guy whatever i don't know what it costs to, to ride a horse on the beach here uh and so the horses are there all day long and they're the dog that accompanies them just kind of off the leash just kind of runs around the beach and takes care of the horses okay. i don't know what he does i don't know what his job well, is well, he speaks spanish i, I, I don't know <laughs> i wanted to make sure that we got our we hadn't talked about dogs yet so i want to make sure we got our dog quota in for the show so that, uh-huh, that's but good another another wildlife story mm-hmm. i was uh hanging out I, I got an apartment right on the beach and i was looking out the window out at out, out at the waves it's, it's very pacifying mm-hmm. and i saw a whale wow oh okay yeah. like a big killer are the killer whales blue whales what are the big whales like, uh, well, the, 
the killer whales aren't as big, but but they it, it was not a killer whale, but you can see killer whales down here oh, too. Oh wow! Okay. Um, when they escape from SeaWorld in San Diego, <laughs> and then uh, but I I don't know I don't know what species whale I saw, but uh, it was big. Well, well, all right. Well, the important question, Docs, that our listeners really want to know: uh, You've been gone for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Is this the end of Docs on Pace the Nation? Are you going to be back? When are you going to be back? And uh, when can they expect you to hear hear you back here in studio? No, this is my new life. <laughs> this I, I is now it. live here. Yeah. I I uh, I could actually can... see I could see how I've known Docs for twenty five years. I could see actually that actually happening. So I, I yeah. I'm if not you sure can if he's just kidding. go to my house and pick up my mail every day and yes. send it down here. No, just send it to the beach and I'll pick it up. Yeah, no problem. I'd be happy, happy to do that. Great, um, thank you. Well, we do miss you on the show. Um, funny, I had a had a conversation, a like real life business conversation today, uh, Joanna, with uh, a previous guest, Mark Goldman. We were talking about some things with the Marine Corps Marathon. Oh yeah, yeah. Conference call, uh, and out of nowhere, um, he says to me, "Well." you probably aren't going to be able to respond very well to that because you don't have a witty response from your sidekick docs. <laughs> I was like, oh. we're on a real call here. Like what, what, right. what, what, what is like other Marine Corps marathon people and other Pacers people. And, um, yeah. but I got a chuckle out of that. So uh, I like, I like that pace the nation is slipping into the mainstream. Yeah, there. it is. It is. Yeah. All right. Docs. Branding. Well, yeah, it, it was, it was good. Well, we, uh, We'll see you, I, I guess, when we see you. I haven't really gotten any uh, clarification on when you'll be back. but I honestly don't know either. Okay. Uh, and I will say that uh, I am very bummed out because um, I wanted to come home and watch the Super Bowl with That's my right. dad. That's right. And, and I'm not going to be able to uh, do that. Um, so I, I already told them, I said, I said hey, that, that uh, place where we're going to eat on Saturday night is, is uh, making my stomach upset, and I'm not coming in on Sunday. <laughs> you could already project that. Yeah, nice work. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. It confused them for a second, but then they figured it out. Do, do, they like, watch, do they watch American football there in Mexico? I, it hasn't. That question hasn't come up. Everybody watches the Super Bowl, about obviously. But, all right. Yeah. I all don't right. know. It, 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 it hopefully I'll find a place to watch it. Well, I don't want to watch it with other people. Right. Oh, I I, I would agree hundred percent with that. I agree. Yeah. I will. Good luck to your Eagles. All right, Docs. Well, um, if we um, don't have you in studio next week, maybe we'll check in next week as well. <laughs> when are we recording next week? <laughs> Let's take that conversation offline because <laughs> you know how that one goes. All right, that's, that's William Docs from Mexico. Uh, Docs, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> All right, there he goes. It's William Docs. Uh, I guess we'll take a quick break. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to William Docs. For joining us today on the program, how about that? I was a guest a few weeks ago. Now William Docs is a guest. Where is he on his uh, road to the jacket? <laughs> I think that's his first. I, I think, think he's called in before, hasn't he? Oh, he 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 probably has. I, I, now I'm wondering where you are in your road to the jacket. I think I'm at two. Okay, so you're at two. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
Maybe three. Uh, you haven't been a recent guest. Docs and I have been a guest in the past month. So it expires, right? Like you have to accrue your five visits in You're, a certain yes, period of time. Th- th- those visits are, expire, so you need to you need to ramp it up. Actually, no. W- w- at this rate, we're going to need you because who else is going to host the show? You said you were worried about hosting the show by <laughs> yourself today. I mean, um, I was a little late. Shocker, Docs, I'm sure, is not surprised by that. But uh, a little late, and you were worried. Um, would you have gone through and hosted the show solo? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I could I have done that. Done yeah. Job. All right. Well, we opened up uh, the show talking a little bit about the Super Bowl. Uh, Docs mentioned his Super Bowl plans. He's a big time Eagles fan. Um, I wanted to reference this article by Liam Boylan Pett. Um, he's the fiance of Ashley Higginson. He writes for Runner's mm-hmm. World. He's ri- written a lot of a lot of different places. He's been in the studio before. He's been in the studio before, yeah. Um, he had a pretty cool art- article that I thought was topical because the Super Bowl is Sunday or just happened in the time, space, continuum, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We've covered ground before. Um, do you have Super Bowl plans? Who are you rooting for? Um, yeah, I like kind of forgot the Super Bowl is happening. Yeah. Um, and I still get emails from Twitter, um, probably because they can see that I'm not active on Twitter. So mm-hmm. they sent me an email that was like, look at all this Super Bowl stuff that you're missing. And I'm like, oh, Twitter, you don't know me at all. Right, I'm not right. missing that. Um, I will say that surprisingly, if I had to choose somebody, I probably would choose the Eagles. Mm, okay. I'm not, I'm just, I love the Celtics, but I'm not a Patriots fan. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was. Um, I had put you on being a Pats fan. Um, Carter's going to be disappointed uh, because you've got those Boston ties. You run the Boston 5K every year. You love Boston. You eventually want to live in Boston. Your brother's in New England, and I should also say that my brother hates all Boston teams, oh, yeah, except okay. for the Bruins. Okay. They're the only ones that he all likes. Right, I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a hard time rooting for either team, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know. Patriots have won too much, but I'm going to have a harder time, I think, getting up enough, like, gumption to actually root for the Eagles. I I just – I've been bred as a Washington Redskins fan to dislike all the NFC East teams, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys – so I don't know. It's going to be more of a game time decision. But. So you wouldn't. So I feel like there's a theory in sports. I guess it doesn't. It's not a theory in sports. Mm-hmm. I would just think that like if if your team couldn't make it, then you would want like one of like if yeah okay you know you'd like support what's the, in your in, in your division yeah. or yeah your your but, but closest I, competitor. When I said that, I realized how yeah. silly that was because you would you would never support your competitor like your your yeah. strongest competitor ever. Like the Green Bay Packers would never be like, oh, I hope the Vikings no, win the Super exactly. Bowl. So that's where I'm at. So I'm having a hard time. I, I usually like to pick a side. I like to watch the game with at least rooting for a team. So I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll find a way to bet on the game. And will you, so will you still watch it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely will watch it. I, I I probably will end up with at my mom's house with Julia and James and watch the game there. Did you say where you're going to watch it? Oh, I'm not. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I we, we brought up the Super Bowl not only because it's happening Sunday, but Liam's article uh, was entitled, Football Players May Be Huge and Padded, But They're Fast and Runners Can Learn From Them. So very cool article from Runner's World. We will tweet it out. Uh, did you know since 2015, the NFL have been has been traffic, tracking speed at which uh, football is played? They've got some sort of chip inserted in their uh, shoulder pads hmm. on some athletes. So, okay. um, so for instance, running back Leonard Fournette was clocked at over 22 miles an hour during a game. Uh, so 
over 100 meters, 22 miles an hour, would be a 10.1. So that's world class. That's not Usain Bolt, but that's world class. Yeah, that's still speed. pretty fast. Pretty wow. fast with with pads on and all. But we're not talking about running 100 meters, obviously. Um, so I thought that was that was fairly impressive. Um, it talked a, a lot about um, running and, and some of what these football players uh, do and how they prepare. Uh, obviously, they're in the weight room and they're, they're in the practice fields doing a lot of skills that football players would do. But they also have to be in shape, but for short sprints, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of their stuff, um, we, just, you know, we just had Tammy on talking about some track workouts that she does, uh, track workouts hill workouts that Tammy's athletes do. They do a lot of hill training, which, which makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, and then they talked about, um, uh, Tom Brady, uh, who has stayed in incredible shape and it sounds like he's a runner. Uh, and that's part of what his training regimen is at 40. He looks like he's 25. And, uh, so anyways, very cool article. Uh, he's not the fastest guy, but you know, I think he's done all the things to stay in shape throughout the year. So I guess it's going to be hard not to root for a guy who's, you know, about my age, to be full disclosure, about my <laughs> age, you know, who's out there like playing at the highest level, has kept himself super in shape, does a little running. So, I mean, I think Liam's article actually uh, swayed, swayed you. Yeah. All right. So we will tweet out the article. Uh, some obvious stuff, but I thought it was really interesting um, how he related some of what these guys do uh, to uh, what, uh, what what we would do as runners. Two of your worlds colliding. Absolutely. So um, go Pats. There you go, Carter. Um, Carter, of course, is a big-time fan and my cousin who is uh, a New Englander. And uh, just the, the amount of winning he's experienced in his lifetime is just, <laughs> just sickening. So. Um, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a location in Princeton, New Jersey, 7 Palmer Square. And you can sign up for any of the Pacers Running races right now. Go to runpacers.com. Sign up for Love the Run You're With. you still got time to sign up for the Love the Run You're With. Uh, we've got the Parkway coming up. We've got uh, two St. Patrick's Day races. And... Uh, if you're looking for a half marathon or a marathon, Jersey's your spot. We had Lisa Reeves in a couple weeks ago, and she talked about all those races. And uh, so go to runpacers.com, uh, sign up for a race today. And then you can tour my homeland. Yes, you can tour uh, your homeland. And, and I think you and I will be both up there at the New Jersey Marathon. So yep. maybe we'll be signing autographs somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good show, Joanna. Thanks to both of our guests. We had two guests today. Of course, we had Tammy White. She's at TWTrainingWellness.com. So if you're looking for a coach, check her website out. Also, chiming in from Mexico. Thanks to William Dox. Glad to hear that you're alive. Next time, I think he's going to call in in Spanish. (laughs) Maybe next week. Well, maybe he will be in studio next week. You'll have to tune in to find out. All right, so for our guest and for Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.
I can I can say it's it's a little hard to hear you guys. I think our guests are very our phone guests are very patient with us. Oh really? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's good to know. But it makes you it makes you have to like uh, really pay attention. Focus. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's well, yeah, because why... yeah, exactly. And if you watch The Walking Dead mm-hmm. the, or Fear the Walking Dead, uh, I'm in Rosarito, which is where they filmed like two and a half seasons of Fear the Walking Dead at the hotel. Wow. Like, like half a mile down the street or a quarter mile down the street. You didn't give us any good stuff when you were actually being recorded. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> well, what uh, can you do? Uh, 